Hey, everyone, I'm Kristen Holmes, in for political director David Chalian, and this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, December 7th. This hasn't been the best week for former President Donald Trump so far. We'll break down where the January 6th committee is at with their investigation, why Trump's legal team was back in court, and more. So I'll give you three reasons why yesterday was not a great day for the former president. One, his family business was convicted of criminal tax fraud. We should say that Trump and his children were not charged in the case, but it'll likely be harder for the company Trump founded to repair its reputation after this. Two, his hand-picked candidate, Herschel Walker, lost a critical Senate race in a state that at least used to be reliably red. And lastly, the January 6th House Select Committee said it will send criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. This could include for Trump himself. This is all happening as the DOJ is conducting its own criminal investigation into January 6th, appointing a special counsel to oversee this and its Mar-a-Lago documents probe as well, where Trump's conduct is being looked at. Not to mention, Trump is running for the GOP presidential nomination in 2024, with all of this complicating his political comeback. One big shadow hanging over Trump's campaign, the investigation into the January 6th insurrection. Right now, we're waiting on the final report from the House Select Committee, which we're expecting to see by the end of the year. Congressman Pete Aguilar told CNN this week that we can expect to see a lot of information, like what the Secret Service knew ahead of the attack, how the National Guard responded, and RNC fundraising after the 2020 presidential election. Like we mentioned at the top of the podcast, the committee said we can expect referrals. Multiple sources have told CNN that the committee is considering criminal referrals for Trump and his closest allies. Aguilar himself wouldn't confirm if those referrals could reach Trump, but he didn't shy away from it either. Uh, We're all very mindful of uh, who is responsible. Uh, We have laid out in our hearings uh, the role that the former president uh, played uh, in January 6th. That's not lost on any of us, but we have some work to do and we want to make sure that we get this right. Don't forget, Trump is also facing civil lawsuits for January 6th. Trump's lawyers were in court today to try to convince a federal appeals court that his presidential privilege should shield him from liability he's facing. A federal judge ruled in February that his status as former president doesn't make him immune. A D.C. district court judge wrote in his ruling that Trump's statements to his supporters before the riot, quote, is the essence of civil conspiracy. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women, and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Trump's attorney argued in court today that Trump was using the bully pulpit to talk to his supporters that day, also arguing impeachment is a better way to handle issues with what a president says, not civil liability. Remember, Trump was impeached by the House, but acquitted in the Senate last year for his role in the Capitol attack. The three civil lawsuits against Trump were filed last year by Democratic members of the House and police officers who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, with each claiming Trump prompted his supporters to attack. Trump's attorney asked the appeals court to reverse the judge's ruling and send the case back to him with instructions to dismiss the former president as a defendant. And the 2024 race is starting to heat up as the 2022 election cycle comes to a close with the results of Georgia's Senate runoff race. 
Democratic incumbent Senator Raphael Warnock beat GOP challenger Herschel Walker in the runoff election after neither candidate cleared 50% of the vote back in November. Like Jeff Zeleny talked about on the podcast yesterday, a big question hanging over this year's midterms was about how much influence Trump has over the Republican Party. After Walker's loss, Utah GOP Senator Mitt Romney said a Donald Trump endorsement could be, quote, the kiss of death. When asked by CNN if Trump was a problem for the party this year, Senate GOP whip John Thune indicated he was. I think in an election year when it should have been a referendum on the current administration and their policies, uh, the Democrats in many cases were able to kind of turn it into a choice election because of of, uh, Trump's presence out there. So, uh, you know, was he a factor? Um, I don't think there's any question about that because a lot of the candidates that had problems in these elections were um, running on the 2020 election being stolen. And I don't think independent voters were having it. But other party members shied away from blaming Trump, like Senators Lindsey Graham and Rick Scott. Here's what they told my colleague Manu Raju today on Capitol Hill. If the answer to everything in town is this Trump's problem, then you're you're missing the boat. It's a complicated thing. But what stares me in the face more than anything else is the amount of money. It's hard to win a race when you're getting outspent three to one. But you think you don't think that Trump is to blame at all? Well, look, I think I think whenever you win, you know, you have to share the brain with everybody. You know, we all have to figure out what could each of us do better. And so I think that's what we have to look at. Don't forget, Trump is also at the center of another criminal investigation into the potential mishandling of classified documents. We're learning today from a source familiar with the matter that Trump has hired a team to search four of his properties, looking for possibly more missing classified info. The two-person team searched New York's Trump Tower, the Bedminster Golf Club, and two other Florida properties, a storage unit and an office building in recent weeks. You'll remember there's been concerns that the Justice Department hasn't recouped all the classified documents that Trump took with him after his presidency ended. A person familiar with the situation told CNN two documents with classified markings were found in the Florida storage unit by this team's recent search. The source added that those documents were handed over to the FBI and no other documents with classified markings were found in search of the four other properties. Trump's lawyers offered to let the DOJ observe one of the searches, but they declined. It would have been unusual if the DOJ had agreed to observe a search that wasn't conducted by law enforcement. It's been a few weeks since Trump announced his run for president. And while it would be premature to count someone like Trump out this early, the lackluster midterm results for Republicans and the multiple legal issues he faces are making Trump's job tougher this time around than when he first ran for president. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.